I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Browns had their final practice of the week on Friday, and next up for the team, the Baltimore Ravens come to town on Sunday at 1 p.m. With game day right around the corner, we get the final thoughts on the Ravens from two players and three coaches today on From the Post. Before practice started, some position coaches spoke to the media, and safeties coach Ephraim Bando went first. He talked about how well Grant Delpit has played this season and what he has seen so far from undrafted rookie safety Ronnie Hickman just how well Grant Delpit has been playing and how he just really seems to be coming into his own. Yeah, just his effort from the moment that we started phase one to today. It's just been relentless. Um, his ability to stay in the moment, locked in, go day to day, week to week, and more importantly, he says it all the time, be here for his team all the time. He is such a competitor his toughness, and his desire to be on the field for every play. Like, the young man, he, he, he won't let me take him out. Like, practice, uh, games, again, wire to wire from the first day of phase one to today. He's been present and locked in, and I'm super, super proud of him. And he got his degree. So, And when he got his degree, he still got on a plane and showed up to that preseason game. So I think it just says a lot about him, who he is, how he was raised, you know, from his family, he comes from a strong family background, which I loved, you know, back when I was recruiting him. And a big reason why I wanted to, the opportunity to coach him, which I'm getting to now. And from, I mean, I know you talked about recruiting him and he was in high school and stuff. Like, did you always like kind of sense those like intangible things about him that he would like have the, I guess, ability to get to this point? Absolutely. I mean, that's what I saw when you're, when you're recruiting safeties in college, especially, you know, those, you know, um, Blue Bud College programs, and you have the opportunity to recruit young men like that. You get a bit of bitter, a bigger pool to pick from, and that's the hardest thing. You got to weed through that pool and find the right people. And what drew me to, to Grant at the time was that you know um, his just who he was and how he was raised and the person he was. Because safety play isn't just about talent; it's about awareness. It's about uh, being selfless. It's about um, doing all the other things. You know, a book that we read. Uh, in the summer, it's, it's about being a water carrier and being that guy for that team, for your team. You're not going to – like last week, you know, Grant had a great couple games and then had to do the dirty work against Tennessee, and he did it at a high level, you know, and he had a chance to couple make a po couple plays, and he did, but he was selfless for his team, and that's the type of person you want when you're recruiting a guy, and it's obviously the person we want in this building, and it's kudos to this, to this organization for finding him. And, and, and making that a priority, and you're, seeing, you're starting to see the fruits of the labor of that decision. Are you, are you, have you found more? It seems like he's really kind of thrived playing closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, maybe not directly on the line, but like more almost like a linebacker at times. Would you, would you say that? Or? I think what you're seeing is 
a, a player that is multifaceted and can do a lot of different things. And I think that's what Coach Schwartz is doing an excellent job of with him is putting him in the right places. Coach Schwartz talks about it all the time. This thing's about players, man. And it's about our job to get them to, you know, to put them in the right position. And that's what Coach Schwartz is doing. And his ability to do that, to, to your question, is true. But if you watch him, he's been excellent in man coverage and killing it. And we're putting him at the point of attack in those situations, you know, regularly, Coach Schwartz is, and because he's done a great job and because he can do that. Um, and he's worked hard on that, you know, since, since, uh, since we've walked in these doors. And, and I see a young man, I see a player that's just really starting to touch the ceiling of his greatness that he likes to talk about and that he's trying to achieve. I'm sure you went back and watched him, the fellow last year, even the previous two years. Can you put your finger on why he's been able to make more plays this year? You know, I, I did watch him, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of trying to understand what he was asked to do and those things. I think, I think that's unfair to coaches who were here before. I, I, I've been at places where I've taken jobs over and, and at position coaches or coordinators, and I just never thought that was fair to the player or to the coaches. What I do see is I just see a, um, I see a player that's stacking reps, and when you do get to that rep threshold, you see, you know, you see what's happening right now. And I can say that that's for sure the truth. I see a, I see a man that's uh, really finding confidence, and it's my job to keep you know, fueling that fire for him. Um, and that's more of what I see from, what I, from before and then what I see to now. Um, and I see, a, I see a guy that, uh, again, is just all in for whatever it takes to do whatever it takes, a water carrier mentality. And, uh, and is, really is really blossoming. So proud of him for his efforts, uh, which you guys don't get to see in the meeting rooms. That's the stuff that I'm just super excited for him for, and he's finding success. Going back to that book, mentioning the book. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Was that um, something the safeties did all together? Was that, um, I guess, like what can you tell us about yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's called Captain Class. It's, it's essentially uh, a book that, um, that uh, Kevin gave us as a staff that uh, he wanted us to read in the summer. Uh, I, I fell in love with it. Great book. Um, but it talks about, you know, the great leaders in, in, in teams across, you know, all areas in, in sport. And it talked, there's a, there's a section in there that talked about it's not always the most, you know, high-profile guy. It's that water carrier, that guy that you don't see behind that really keeps teams together, the glue. Uh, and those guys are, are massive in true successful teams. Actually, it's the, probably the biggest, most important piece. And Grant's been that guy for us. Um, and, and, and he deserves you know, the credit that he's getting now. And, and he's been humble about it. And he's taking it one day at a time. You told us back in the spring that you guys don't really look at it like free safety, strong yeah. safety. Uh, how have you seen guys kind of embrace that versatility? And, and how has it helped you guys get like, just overall? You know, again, um, the world I come from, it's you got to play it that way a little bit more. But with the, the things that I learned over the years is that you're, you're cross-training guys. They're learning more. But more importantly, they're learning more of the stresses that one, one person has versus the position, just paying, playing one position. So the, the things that I've seen come from that is a greater awareness of what Coach Schwartz is trying to uh, teach us you know, and teach our, teach our team, our defense. And they're just, they're, they're, there's a bigger knowledge, which I think is also helping the communication flow because everyone knows the problems before they're, before they're coming because they've played that position, whether they're playing it then or, or not. And it's just really grown the big, big picture 
of it, and uh, and I think it's been good for us to to, to do that. And it's a great idea for Coach, for for Coach Schwartz to push us to do that, and uh, especially early. Sometimes you do you just like uh, put him here and put him here and just let him learn that. No, no, let's start this thing from the jump, like Coach Schwartz did said, and, and let's do it this way. And it's been good for us. You know, Jim mentioned it yesterday, but that first that week you guys didn't have Juan, and, and Ronnie kind of stepped in. Like, what did yeah. you see from him, and and obviously just his progression. You know, Ronnie has done an excellent job. I'm proud of him too. Uh, he was a young man that that I had, you know, felt we 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 all had felt strong about uh, through the process. He was actually uh, he was my first interview at the NFL Combine. It's kind of funny. Um, I'll never forget it. And sitting down with him in that big old room and all the madness that happens in there. He was my first interview, and I was you know blown away with his intelligence, his presence, how he carried himself. Um, you know, and, and I remember it being my first, and then I had like, I don't know, 40 or 50 after. And then I remember going back home and uh, reading my notes and just really circling back to him. Uh, and what he did that moment and what he did in that game was he just didn't make it too big. He was present, he was there, he was ready. He handled it very, very well. He's been coached well. He comes from a great program in Ohio State, and, and they'd obviously do a great job there. Um, you know, I know, you know, a lot of those guys over there or, or their colleagues of mine in, in the past and they do an excellent job and he and they prepped him for this moment. It was not too big for him and he was ready to go. And Coach Schwartz pre preaches that. He's telling all those guys who haven't got the Ronnie Hickman experience that your, your time's coming. Don't drop your gloves. Be ready to go. When you guys, when you guys decide to go three safeties, how much of that is dictated by what the other team does personnel wise or just what you want kind of to dictate to them? Um, you know, that's just more, it's more what Coach Schwartz sees. You know, um, he, he's amazing, first off. Coach Schwartz has is been a, uh, an absolute, for me, absolute pleasure to watch work. I've grown and learned so much by watching him. And, in, and, and it's those moments where he's like, I think we fit better here versus this group personnel versus our personnel. And that's what dictates those things. Uh, he's, he's one of the greatest defensive coordinators this NFL you know, this league is seen, bottom line. Um, and his ability to see those things, and then again, goes back to what I talked about, putting the players in the right spot, the right situation to have success. And, and that's what he does extremely well. Assistant offensive line coach Scott Peters was the other position coach to talk today. And he talked about how much Dewan Jones has grown this season and what he has seen from Jed Wills on tape. How has Dewan grown up over the last few weeks? He, uh, Dewan's tell you what, for a rookie to come in, um, he's come a long way, but there's still a long way to go. I think he's just learning, you know, kind of learning how to be a pro and learning, you know, a lot of situations, situational awareness, just kind of nuances that he's he's got to work through. Um, but as far as, you know, he's made a pretty big transformation since he got here. I'll say that. And we're, we're proud of that. We think he can, but he certainly has quite a quite a bit of room to grow. Is he grading out well when you know on, on film are the grades? Because sometimes the PFF grades don't line up with your grades. So how is he grading yeah, out true. for you guys? Um, Dewand has done done well in some areas, and then there's areas where he's like I said, like you know you have nuances that he has to kind of like learn, and just part of getting more experience, I think will that'll help. Um, I think generally speaking, like his his capacity, it's it's more just nuance in the run game. You know, and, and being more in it. Obviously, he's got room to grow in the pass in pass protection as well, um, from a technical standpoint, and just the situational awareness piece, which comes with experience. But uh, but he's taking good steps in the right direction. 
How have you seen him handle this role, though, you know, stepping in, um, you know, week two and having some really big matchups early on um, these first few weeks? Yeah, I mean, to go against T.J. Watt as a rookie in general is hard, or any even as a veteran is hard. Um, so to, to come in for early in the year as a rookie, uh, it's, I mean, he came from Ohio State. I know he's played in some pretty big games. I'm sure that had something to do. He didn't, he didn't flinch. You know, he came out and, and, he, play, and he played in, in a, you know, relatively speaking did did well you know he could you know we, we feel like he can do much better but again that's just part of his growth but in terms of his uh, his mindset going in I don't think there was anything that that felt like it was too big for him he uh, you know he responded the Ravens always have a great pass rush you know their their defense is uh, is is Year in and year out, very good. They they bring a lot of pressures. They have a lot of different looks that you'll get. Um, so, you know, you're 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 very challenged from a stunt. You know, in the stunt game, the pressure game, uh, a lot of the you know the pressures they bring with their nickel, their their uh, their linebackers, and then you have the pass rush with the down guys. And I think those guys those guys present a challenge every time you play them. So, um, we we just got to be you know very good and sound in our communication, and uh, take those. You know, take the proper sets and just do a good job finishing off. After, after that Steelers game where, you know, Jed get, gets beat on the, the strip sack, how did you see him kind of handle that and, and how has he sort of bounced back since that play? Um, you know, I know Jed has had some moments like everyone has where they kind of wish they could have, you know, they could take those back, I think. But, um, yeah, it's just they're just being really locked in and detailed on a consistent basis because, you know, uh, but I've, I've seen Jed approach this uh, as a pro, and you know he's come out and he's, he works, he shows up, he, he does all the things that we. He, he's very well aware of the issues, and uh, so. But I, I know he he takes that to heart, and he's been working at it. So I think you know as long as we can just continue to to be uh, you know just be more conscious at all times in terms of where and when and how your sets uh, you're, you're taking. So sometimes it's footwork, sometimes it's cadence. Sometimes it's hand placement. There's there's a whole host of things that you got to account for, and I think. Uh, but as far as his approach goes, it's been pro it's been it's been good. Uh, you know, I think so. So he understands that, and um, and we we really want to see that continue to, to to develop and watch him take a next step. Hopefully. Talked about like what's different about blocking for a QB like Deshaun. I know multiple of them have used the phrase like you have to hold on for infinity or something. Like yeah. it just seems like they've really kind of latched onto that. But what has that process been like? Um, it's just an emphasis for us that we, you know, and that's really, to, to be honest, it's always the emphasis. It doesn't matter who's back there. You've got to block forever. That's, you know, you can't let a guy go or anything like that. It's obviously a, uh, a challenge to block, uh, to pass protect in the NFL. And especially in this conference when you have, you know, some great rushers and great schemes. And uh, Deshaun has made some really big plays in it over his career when he's, um, you know, that, that have happened late in the pocket, so we got to keep that pocket clean late, but it doesn't change anything for us on a day-to-day. -day. Um, it's, it's, it's always the case, you know, you block your man until the whistle. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple. After practice was over, head coach Kevin Stefanski and two players spoke to the media. Head coach Stefanski was up first, and he gave us the latest information on Deshaun Watson's shoulder injury. Okay, excited for the opportunity. Uh, gonna be a beautiful day down there on the lake. Uh, can't wait to see our fans, can't wait to hear our fans. Uh, in the building on Sunday. A uh, really good football team in the Ravens. We know what they're about. 
well coached, good schemes, all three sides of the ball. So have our work cut out for us, uh, but excited for the challenge. With that, I'll take any questions. Do you expect Deshaun to play something? I'm hopeful. Uh, light throwing. Light. Yeah, I think with any injury, I think you're best served treating them day by day. And that's just what we're doing. Kevin, it looked like he was wearing something, brace or something on that, that shoulder. Uh, is that correct? He, he'll have something there, yes. Does it stem from the one hit in the red zone or was this like an Yeah, I think it was the one play in the red zone, yes. Yeah, all of our backups have to be ready to play. It's just the, the life of a backup quarterback, backup linebacker, backup anything. You have to prepare yourself to play. And he, he's prepared just like everybody else. you got to be ready to play. Um, obviously, running is part of Deshaun's game. Um, will they have to it back given the injury or given the fact that he just got hurt doing that? Yeah, I think you got to have to be smart. Uh, you look around the league, uh, you always have to pr protect yourself uh, when you can. Uh, and I think we've talked about that before, and I know uh, around the league you see players that make a ton of plays with their feet, and then you protect, your, them, you protect yourself. And Deshaun's done that over the course of his career. So uh, he will always play his style, but you always have to be smart as well. I think with any backup, Mary Kay, you really want to make sure that that they're prepared to run the game plan uh, as it is. And, and it's coaches' jobs to, to put the game plan together and then uh, call it accordingly. But uh, your backup quarterback is ready to, to execute your game plan. He will, and, and he's been getting you know, taking care of his body. Uh, he knows his body. Uh, so that, that's why I'm hopeful. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think, again, it goes back to that day-to-day mantra that we have and you, know, you worry about today and, and then you worry about tomorrow tomorrow um, you know I thought we had a good week of practice it was really crisp out there today which I'm pleased with I don't you know do I have to what do they do in hockey Whatever it says on the injury report, I'll go with that. Miles Garrett went first in the locker room and talked about the difficulties the Ravens possess in the run game, specifically with uh, one individual, and what it's like playing alongside Zadarius Smith. We don't live in uncertainty. Whether he plays or doesn't play, that's not going to change our mentality going into the game. And you know, he's going to make the best decision for himself as well as for his team and what he can put forth. But knowing him, he's a baller. He, he fought. He fought through a lot of things that you know, we think he'll play. But if he doesn't, you know, we just have to you know up our up our intensity just a, a, one more notch.
I expect them to be ready. With the stretch you're done in the rushing game and the bottom line, what do you think has been done so? The rushing game? Everybody knows the rushing game up there. It's got a number eight on it. <laughs> and then, you know, those other guys are, are good as well, but it, that's the that's really the the cog or the, the engine that gets them going. He's the dynamo up there. I mean, those guys are are, are good at uh, running the ball. They, they want to knock out the ball. They want to you know, give you a little window dressing and uh, you know, direct runs down your throat. But, uh, no, the, the threat is, you know, if, if you mess up, you know, it's not just, you know, the running back you have to worry about. It's him going 30 just like the running back going 30. So, you know, it's just you know, that, that two-headed monster in, in the backfield. Jim was talking yesterday about continuing to be aggressive in attack as a defense and not really change because of Lamar. Is that different for you? It feels like in the past you said you had kind of had to modify your run because you don't want Lamar escape. Well, he don't care about that as much. He, <laughs> just, he just says, go win. I'm going to go win. Is that, is that nice? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, for us, you know, to have that kind of mentality, you know, he says, you know, just take the seatbelt off and, you know, and play your game, and that's what we're going to do. Jim also said yesterday, you, know, you have to treat Lamar like he's a running back, like he's a receiver. But the rules are in place to protect the quarterback, so just how, how difficult is it to treat him that way while also at the same time playing like within the, the rules of how you have to treat a quarterback? The way in which he means that is like when he escapes a pocket, you don't, you wouldn't, you're not falling for pump fakes. You're not trying to jump and bat down the ball. He, he may throw it, he may not. But if if you jump, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, him throwing it for thirty. He'll run by you, and, you know, uh, rush for forty-five. So you know, the, the guy's dynamic when he leaves a pocket. And you don't want to, you know, give him, you know, that much room if, if you leave your feet. So play him like he's a, a running back per se, and uh, you know, tackle him, <laughs> tackle him where uh, the quarterback area is. I mean, playing them is fun. You know, there, there's a lot to look at, but at the end of the day, it's just you know a physical game. You know, who, who wants it more? It's, it's usually one on one. Unfortunately for the, the big guys in the middle, sometimes a little bit two on one. But on the edge, you know, you, you have a, a lot of opportunities to make plays if you, if you keep your, your your eye focused on what you need to. And you know, same with the you know, the, the corners and, and uh, the guys behind us. So you know, JLK is licking his chops, and, and so are those linebackers. Did you get a chance to uh, listen to Raekwon Smith's comments? No. He said he was going to feed your guys' tails in front of your wives and kids. Oh, I don't keep up with that. So, we'll see. Mark, you guys have historically in recent years done a fairly decent job containing Lamar, but you haven't won a lot of the games while doing so. Um, I guess my question is, how much from those previous games, I know Jim is coming with a different philosophy, a different scheme, he's asking you to do different things, but how much from some of those previous games can you bring forward and maybe try and incorporate because there was some tangible success? We're not playing the same scheme, so you can't look at those old games. You've got to look at what they've been doing this year. They, I mean, they've got uh, different management over there, so... I can't be focused on how they were before. Now there's some similarities, of course. They have, still have a strong running game that that hasn't changed. But you know how, when they're when they're you know trying to rush the ball and how they're trying to rush the ball, 
uh, has has changed just a little bit. So, you know, got to got to look at their tendencies and, and how those have have changed, you know, just this year. Looks like Ronnie Stanley didn't practice today. How much of a difference if he doesn't? Uh, I like Ronnie. Uh, I mean, good guy, known him for a while, and. I, I don't want him to play because I, he's been unhealthy for a while now, and I want to see him you know, get back on the field and play this game at a very high level without risk of injury. I look forward to always matching up against him because he's a uh, really good left tackle. But, no, I don't want him to risk injury. I, I neither does the team. So it's just a matter of you know, him getting out there and having very low risk. There's never no risk, but very low risk of hurting himself. I don't think it will change much. They're still going to run pretty much the same scheme as far as you know what they want to do but no it's you know it's Ronnie hey, yesterday Awok said that Zedarius has helped you open up do you feel that way what's that mean uh, I don't know what that means either. Okay, do you talk more are you more open with the guys this year than you were in the past do you joke more uh, maybe they didn't appreciate my jokes last year I don't know <laughs> but you haven't noticed a change in yourself because of Zedarius maybe a little bit What's he like to be around him? <laughs> like unbridled energy. Man wakes up with like a energizer bunny like strapped to his back or something. So it, it's just contagious. Jim said yesterday, uh, we asked him about your three and a half sack performance. He said uh, there's more meat on that bone. Um, he seems to be uh, one of those tough love, put, put your arm around you type of a a coach. Um, when you when you hear that kind of a comment, I love it. I've had coaches like that all my life. You know, there's you know, high school, college, and up. You know, see something in you that sometimes you can't see in yourself, and you know, I agree with them. So, you know, I've always believed there's uh, there's no reason to ever be satisfied with your performance, but even look at the film. There's there's always a little bit more that you you can get out of it, and uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna. Uh, don't squeeze his lemon till it's dry, so just got to keep on, keep on fighting to get better. Elijah Moore wrapped up the day at the podium, and he talked about how he's being used in this offense and how different it is when he lines up at wide receiver and at running back. Yeah, no, nah, we just heard the news too. Uh, I know it's a questionable thing, but. I guess that's just a him and coach type of decision. You know, we got to focus on us. I got to prepare the same way I always prepare. I know everyone's going to do the same. Like I say every week, you know, he doesn't have a choice to step in those shoes. You know, um, it, you know, at the end of the day, football is that type of sport. It's always next man up. We, uh, we had just gotten done talking to DTR. And, um, just what have you seen from him at, as a young player rookie coming mm -hmm. in here? Uh, as far as his growth, he, he had mentioned, hey, this is the first time I got to run with the ones this week in yeah. practice. I know he's excited. I know he's a super consistent person. You see him in here, he does his diligence. Um, and I feel like we have all the confidence in the world. If he were to do his to step in, I feel like it's time, it, it would be time for him to spin. You know, so. Explosive. He loves football. He plays with a lot of, a lot of passion. Um, just an exciting player, you know. He has he has the will to want to get, to want to get better. I see him always talking to the, uh, Deshaun behind behind the scenes, so and you can't be mad at that, you know. Well, for you, um, it's it's really clear in these first three weeks just how much 
they're trying to get the football in your hands. One, what does that mean to you as far as being the recipient of that confidence? And then just secondly, how do you feel that those, those various ways have have worked out? Like, how, how do you feel that's going? I feel like it's going well. Um, I'm trying to make the most of my, my opportunities. I'm coming to work every single week with my best foot forward. Uh, and whenever the opportunity presents itself for eight to be called, you know, I try to do my thing. So. I'm super excited about the, the opportunities. I think that I feel like I'm being used how I want to be used and how I know I can. So it's only you know it's only a matter of time for everyone, not not just myself. It has a huge game, you know. So I'm excited. Play hard, you know. Group that's been that's been been together, um, you know. Just a really good football team over you know over, over overall. So you can't take them lightly. Is it hard preparing for a team that's dealing with the vast amount of injuries that they are on yeah. that side? I know that it's not your problem. They have to yeah. deal with it, but you got, you've got to you know, prepare for prepare it. For yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, that could be good for us. You see what I'm saying? So we just, man, we focus on ourselves, though. You know, so we take it we take it day by day and focus on what's going on in the Cleveland Browns locker room. Yeah, you have to. We got a long season, you know, so you can't look too far ahead. You can't look in the past, you know. Coach's uh, his main point of today was kind of just stay, was stay in the present, and I feel like that was perfect hitting it on on the head. I feel like we all gotta just stay, you know stay in the present. Kevin came out. Um, with those two misdirection plays on that opening series. Yeah. It's not something you see every day, yeah. you know what I mean? And even though maybe you guys didn't have the success with those that you wanted, just what's that tell you about him as a coach and you know, mm -hmm. maybe some of the potential possibilities? Yeah, nah, it's exciting play play calling and being someone that is in, is in the offense, you just never know what's gonna come next, you know? So I think as a playmaker, you can only look forward to what he has in his bag. I love I love getting the ball. I feel like I can make an impact. So I'm not I'm not mad about it at all. I like getting the ball early. Like whatever it is, it could be a first play, it could be whatever. Getting the groove. Yeah, I I think seeing the you know as as far as myself getting hit, getting all that, and then seeing him get completions just rouses us up. So yeah, I think it's a good thing. But do you feel like maybe a little more is put on your plate as far as the running game goes? I'm not asking you to give a game plan away or anything yeah. like that, but just as far as like expanding that, because we did see you in the backfield and, mm -hmm. and things like that. Do you think that, that might present opportunities for you now? Uh, yeah, I feel like we gotta we got to stay ready for whatever. Having Nick down was you know unfortunate, and everyone has to step up, not including myself, even the running backs. I know they're looking at it as, all right, I got I to gotta take on more. So I know everyone's looking to, to do more. Yeah. You just got to be a dog. You go back there, you got you to gotta know you're going to get hit, you know, or I'm trying not to get hit regardless, but you just got to know what it comes with. You know, being being a running back isn't slight. You know, it's major. I'm learning to gain more respect for them as it, as it goes, you know. So, yeah, man, you definitely got to put your hard, your hard cap on. So, a little different running between those tackles. Yeah, huh? it is a little bit. Yeah, it is. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts if you want to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns on social media. You can go to youtube.com slash Browns and on the Cleveland Browns mobile app. You'll get the latest news from the Browns 
clash against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. I'm Jake Valentic, and thanks for listening to the Browns from the Podium Podcast. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.